Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. As always, really helps out the channel. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Pretty Moonlight, titled Me, 23 Female, with my boyfriend, 24 Male, of two years. Said I ruined his best friend's party. And of course, comes with an update as well. I have been dating David, 24 male, for two years. He lives about 20 minutes away. He has told me he resents the fact my parents paid for my schooling, which is partially true. They cut me a check after I graduated. I worked long hours and got scholarships and loans to help pay for it. I didn't even know they had a college fund for me. He also has said he hates how spoiled I can be. I moved into my grandmother's house three years ago. My mum hates the house, and since it's not the prettiest home, she let me live there. She then signed the house over to me when she moved across country for work. I have a full-time job with good benefits and have worked my ass off to pay my bills, save money, and fix up the house. Most of my spare time is done making the house as nice as possible. I even installed a wood floor myself. David says I don't know how to work hard, but I have 40 to 50 hour weeks and have a high energy job. I've told him the comments were not appreciated and he stopped, but he has made snarky comments a few times. I do love David, but sometimes he can get carried away trying to be the life of the party. David asked if he could have some friends over to my house. It was supposed to be a surprise gathering for his friend Mike. It was a cake, some pizza, a few beers and presents, so pretty casual. I knew all the people he was inviting and he told me he would clean up. Then he asked if I would go out for the night so he could have the house to himself. I told him I was not comfortable with that and I didn't want to leave my own home. I asked why I couldn't be there. He didn't have a real answer and said he just wanted to feel like he had his own place. It was a pretty sketchy reply and I told him that I wanted to socialize with Mike as well. I like beer. I like pizza and I love cake. David acted like he had the right to think about it. I told him that I was either going to be included or he could find somewhere else to party. He told me I was being controlling. He said I should trust him. I said my house, my rules, which might've been pretty bitchy to say, but I didn't see why I had to vacate my own home on a Friday and go somewhere when there would be people I liked and who liked me at my house. I knew Mike before I knew David and we are still good friends. Plus, there were going to be other girls there, so it was not like he wanted a guy's night. Even then, I didn't think I needed to leave. He could do it at his own apartment. I then told him that I wanted everyone to leave by 10pm. The gathering started at 5pm, so I thought that was plenty of time. David got so upset, he left the room. But eventually, he told me he would respect my rules, even though I was acting like his mum. He told me he resents that I have to remind him to be an adult. Friday comes and it is a fun time. We shoot the shit. There are eight people total. 
everyone minus Mike and his wife, leave at 9.30 to 10 p.m. Everyone pitches in to clean up. Mike thanks me for the party and his wife is asking if I want to hang out another day. David's phone rings and he answers it. He starts talking like, sure man, and come on in. I hear what sounds like a horn honking and then a car pulling up. I have a gravel drive so you can hear the rocks crunching and the lights flash into the living room. I ask David if he is going somewhere and he sort of looks guilty. He tells me he invited some guys over and they were just going to chill for like an hour or two. I told him that I didn't want more people in the house, that he needed to ask me to invite people over. He snapped, I pretty much live here, I have a right to invite people over. Pretty much live here is two days a month when he can spend the night. The other times I visit him between work and classes or we go on late dates, but I usually spend the night at his apartment. It is closer to work. Someone knocked and I told David not to answer the door. I told David he needed to get his friends out of here and leave. I was done playing host. David ended up calling me a selfish bitch and got his things, leaving. I got a call at 3am from David asking me to pick him up at his friend's because he was too drunk to drive home. I told him to sleep it off. So David came by Saturday around noon and proceeded to tell me I ruined his night and he didn't know how he could forgive me for this. He said I was a terrible person for embarrassing everyone like that and Mike had called to say he was upset. How could I do that to him? How could I be so selfish? Then he told me, we will live here one day, so you should get used to having my friends over. I told my friend and she said I probably ruined a good time and said I had overreacted. But I don't think I did. I didn't want them there. I had shit to do in the morning and I didn't want people crashing on my couch, using my house as their whiskey hotel. I am tempted to break up with him over this. Is it a stupid reason? Did I act like a bitch? I am pretty bad at socializing and I am pretty shy. So I could have been wrong, but I don't feel like I was. Nah, I don't think I'll be putting up with that either. That's your house that was gifted to you and the guy just sounds like an absolute ass. Especially with the fact, you know, you know, I get guys nights, I get girls nights, all that sort of stuff, but you even said yourself that there's gonna be other women there as well. So it's not like that. So why was he trying to not include you in this evening? And then he went on to call you a bitch and spoiled and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't be putting up with that. Not at all. So I do wonder where this update is going to take us. I mean, I can only see it splitting up, but you never know in these stories. And we're going to start off with Cats and Cookies, who says the fact that he wanted you to leave for the entire party when there would have been other girls there, i.e. not a guy's night, worries me the most. It would make me feel really sad that my boyfriend didn't want me around. Ribber Flavor says, dude, everything he is saying to you is insulting, rude, and manipulative. You are not overreacting. He is the spoiled one here. Do not give ground on this, especially if you value your home. Fifth Doctor says, your boyfriend is being a selfish asshole. He bitches about everything you have, and yes, you've had a couple of breaks, but it sounds like you've worked hard to get what you have. He somehow resents you, but also feels entitled to all your stuff as well. It is your house and if he wants to invite more people over, he needs to clear that with you. There is no leeway on that. To put you on the spot and then try to blame you is a douche move. I'd do one thing before you break up. Contact Mike and confirm that he was upset over what happened. I would more likely think that your boyfriend complained to him and Mike just agreed because they are friends, but probably doesn't care nearly as much as your boyfriend is trying to make it out to be. If Mike isn't mad, then that's the last nail in the coffin. Get rid of this guy. 
D. Colt says, in quotes, I do love David, then says, geez, why? He resents your good fortune, even while he tries to exploit it, and he doesn't respect your work or your achievements. Then he asks you to vacate your house while he entertains your mutual friends, plus a bunch of randos he invited over. Quotes again saying, I didn't want people crashing on my couch, using my house as their whiskey hotel. Then says, damn straight, and quotes one more time. I'm tempted to break up with him over this. Is it a stupid reason? Then says, no, it's a good reason. In fact, it's such a good reason that I cannot for the life of me understand why you haven't kicked his ass to the curb, deleted his phone number, unfriended his Facebook, and hit the gym already. Fridgelian says, he sounds like he has all sorts of entitlement issues. If he ever moves in, expect that house to be his house. He'll expect you to vacate the house at his whim and he'll fight you for ownership if he legally stays long enough. It is not ridiculous to want to be a part of an event held at your own house. I agree that the timing was a little tight, but that's it. Save yourself the hassle. You already know what to do. And the manifold curiosity says, you don't want no scrub. To which Opie replies saying, scrub is the kind of guy who get no love from me. Hanging at the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Ooh, I've got the sassy hands going on. <laughs> anyway, serious now. Let's move on to the update to find out what happens next. So the update says, I was asked to give an update, so here it is. I called Mike and asked him if he spoke with David. He said he did, but that it was maybe for five minutes. They made plans to go golfing, but Mike turned him down because he felt uncomfortable with how David was acting. It was not even about the party. He told me the last time he went out with David, they went to a bar with some of David's work friends, which included a few of the younger girls at his work. I have no problem with this, and David did not cheat. The girls, however, were pretty wild and got smashed. David did not want to leave the bar, so he called some friends to pick them up. Then he took Mike over to his friend's house. These were some of the same guys he tried to get over at my house. Mike ended up leaving because they were making crude jokes about Mike's wife and were smoking pot. He said the way David treated him made him feel uncomfortable and the party had been the last straw because David spent the time he wasn't with me complaining about how immature and stupid I was. Mike said we were cool and he would love to hang out with me another time, but he needed to stay away from David. It seemed pretty much to be if David is still your boyfriend, peace out. I ended up inviting two friends over for lunch on, on Sunday last, and we talked about David for almost three hours. I told them everything about the party and the way he had been treating me. I repeated some things he said, and it all just kind of clicked. I didn't want to be with someone who was a total child. I felt oddly liberated thinking that, and my stress just slipped off. I knew in that moment that I wanted nothing to do with him again. I was done and it was time to end it. I guess deep down, part of me had already been letting go after the party. David ended up texting me while my friends were over and asking if he could borrow my gas card. I have never let him take cards from me to use because I feel like that is asking for trouble, even with people I have known a long time. I told him he should come by and we could talk about it. My friends insisted on staying to offer moral support, but would be in the next room. It was actually easier than I thought it would be. He came in, asked for the card, and I told him that it was over. He was not getting the card, and I never wanted to see him again. I told him to keep the $200 he owed me. I didn't need it. He told me he wanted his movies back. I gave them to him, and he left. Two days later, he texted and called me about 30 times, asking for me back. He needed me. He loved me. He wanted to be with me. 
I find out that he was late on rent, spent most of his money partying and that he had hoped to borrow it from me. I owed him. I blocked his number. He showed up at my house twice, but telling him through the door I would call the police made him leave. I have yet to see him again. I'm not sure what's going on in his life, but fuck him. So that is the update. I am now single, focusing on work. I have plans to take a trip. Someone is watching my house for me and knows not to let him in. My friend Amelia and I are going to the mountains. I got a facial and massage. The tension was pretty thick and Marcus cut right through it with his magic hands. And I am now a redhead. I have also had the locks changed and arranged to see a therapist. I've taken extra shifts at work and gone out with friends. I have a gathering in a few days with some other friends, Mike included. It feels nice, but I'm sure at some point when the victory is worn off, I will likely have a good cry about it. But yeah, that's... Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Pretty much it. That OP... How dare you leave him when he was counting on you for that rent? That's sarcasm, guys. Don't get on my back about it. But yeah, there was one more little mini update, which I found in OP's profile, which said, It's been a while, and I'm not sure if anyone remembers me, but I wanted to update. David, my ex, got arrested for drug possession and is facing a felony charge. He threw a brick through my window. I had a two-week period where he was aggressively stalking me and would follow me to work. Either way, he has been in jail for a long time. I started dating someone else pretty quickly after and things have been going well. My new partner is also like me and likes to go to bed early and wake up early. We spend a lot of time together on the weekends and and the time we are apart. He always sends me cute texts and makes sure to remember small things. I like him a lot better than David. I guess I just wanted to give an update. Thank you all so much for the support. And I really hope that, you know, David keeps out of your life and you move on with your relationship and you know it's all good for you from here i really do hope that for you but what do you guys make of this one what would you do if you was in op's position let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story and this story comes from call fox 6198 who asks am i the asshole for telling my dad that i still hold a grudge for something that happened 10 years ago My 26 female mum passed away at childbirth, so it was pretty much my father, 50 male and me, with the occasional visits from my grandparents from both sides, since I live with just him. Since I live with just him, I took more of a masculine style and and likings like one of the boys, but the only boy was my father. I was Rexy for T-Rex because I was obsessed with them for years. 
I had no Barbies. He bought me a few, but I was like, ew. And I had almost zero dresses or skirts. He also did my hair really awful every time. When I was around 12, he began dating this woman called Maria, who had a daughter, 15 at the time, named Stacy. While Maria was a total sweetheart, Stacy was horrible. She bullied me for not looking like a girl should do, for liking man stuff like cars, bikes, and stuff like that. I have to admit that I also didn't have many friends while growing up, neither females or males, so my person was my dad, and as I grew up, I got involved with what he liked. To make things short, Stacy would often throw awful comments about me being a boy, a weirdo, etc., and my dad would do these same comments in a less bully way. But they hurt me more because he was confirming that while Stacy was his daughter, I was his son. What broke my heart was that he called Stacy Peach, like Mario's princess, while I was T Rex. I did a 180 in my looks at 15. I bought dresses, skirts, and dyed part of my hair a sweet pink, which made Stacy laugh at me even more. And my dad was like, Whoa, pink, that's for girls. In my 16th birthday, Stacy put black dye in my shampoo and ruined my whole look. I guess it was the stick that broke the camel's back because I cried so horrible to the point of not breathing and I told my dad in front of Maria and Stacy of what she had done for all those years, along with my dad's awful remarks and subtly enabling Stacy's awful comments. In the end, he left Maria and Stacy because it was obvious there was no going back for me after that. He eventually married my now stepmom when I turned 20. My dad apologized, we talked about it, and a year after that we attended therapy until I was 24. I didn't like to talk about it. I think it broke my relationship with my dad in a way that would never be able to fix it. I know he doesn't have my back. Yesterday, while talking, he tried to joke about it and said that I didn't want to remember it because I'll never forgive him for joining Stacy in her bullying. He said it couldn't be possible that I'm still holding a grudge. I say I am, and I always will because he absolutely broke my heart and confidence. He tried to argue, but my stepmom said that he needed to let go because my feelings are my feelings. I still cry when I remember it, but he says I am an asshole because he left them and made amends with me. And your stepmom is just absolutely right in this. You are valid in your feelings. You're allowed to feel this way because you feel this way. He can say sorry, you can accept his apology or not if you choose, but you don't have to forgive him for the past, the way he made you feel. There's no changing that. And I know it's not quite the same, but if like one of my past bullies approached me and said sorry to me, I'd say, you know, thank you for saying sorry to me. I appreciate that you feel this way and may have changed in your feelings and thoughts, but I don't forgive you for what you've done. Your past actions have stuck with me for years and continue to do so to this day. But again, thank you for the apology. Or there's also the possibility I might just have to get fucked. But hey, Gummick says, not the arsehole. I like your new stepmom. She's absolutely right that your dad needs to accept that he did permanent damage to the relationship pushing you to let it go. It's just throwing salt on your wounds. To which Raz replies saying, exactly, not the arsehole. Maybe it's time she forgives and maybe forget, but everyone in timeline is different. OP is entitled to live with her memories, good and bad. I know from personal experience that you will in time reframe those moments and she might repair a relationship with her dad, but that's totally up to her. I wish her well. The journey may feel long, but our time is short. J-Dog says not the asshole. your stepmother is a very wise woman. I know it's old-fashioned and sexist, but a father's first duty is to protect his little girl. 
Sweet smile says not the asshole. Everyone heals at different rates. You might get past this one day where remembering won't trigger you pain anymore, but today's not that day and that's absolutely okay. You decide when you are ready to let the pain go, not your dad. Yes, he's made amends and married a woman who seems to really have your back this time, but still your pain is yours to keep and release when you are ready. You can have a great future with your dad and stepmom and never want to visit that incident in your past again. That's your choice to make and your dad needs to accept that. Sounds like your stepmom gets it, so if it's too hard to have a conversation with your dad, you can ask her to explain to him. Chap Steve says not the arsehole. It is good that your dad did try to make amends, but those who aren't on the receiving end of this treatment cannot understand how a person can continue to hang on to resentments born of it. My mother beat me with a switch often while screaming at the top of her lungs. One time she even made my legs bleed and still kept going. Years later, I confronted her about this and she acted like I was in the wrong for bringing it up and said I was trying to be mean to her. Cue the tears. It still angers me because unlike your dad, my mum never apologized or expressed any kind of remorse. She just made excuses and justifications and would try to bring up whatever it was I was punished for. In truth, she was just mad that she couldn't bully me into silence anymore. Ayoko Sama says, not the asshole, broken trust is a very hard thing to repair. As for holding a grudge, hold that grudge since what that really means is that you're aware of and on guard against the behavior that hurt you the first time around. People use holding a grudge as an attempt to invalidate someone's experiences and unwillingness to allow it to happen again. And one more from small town attorney who says not the arsehole, you were honest about your feelings and you absolutely have a right to still feel hurt by what he did. He was supposed to protect you and instead he joined in the bullying. Leaving the relationship and removing Stacy from your life after what happened was the bare minimum of what he could do. Unfortunately, therapy isn't going to completely restore your faith that he's got your back because he proved it wasn't the case in your formative years. I'm glad your stepmom stuck up for you in a way your dad and Maria failed to. And also, I'd just like to reiterate when I gave my little bullying story there, you know, I don't think it matches exactly what's going on in this story. I don't think I don't think that OP should be saying like F you to her dad or whatever and getting out of there. I was just trying to say like, you know, her resentment, I think to me is valid. And I just think they're perfectly valid in their feelings in the way that they feel right now. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. As always, would love to hear them if you have a moment of your time. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.